What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team? This is Kaisa, and welcome to the Kaisa Fit Podcast. All right, team, welcome back. This is a super exciting episode because it is our final episode of the season. So first, I just want to say thank you so much to everybody for tuning in. We hope that you have enjoyed this season with us, and I want to give a major shout out to Les because... I would not be here without you. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. I'm glad you're having fun. (laughs) I'm having a blast. I'm glad you're having fun. I love it. I get to just sit here and be nosy. Like, what's not to like? (laughs) So what are we diving into today, Well, you know, I thought that it would be fun if we just did kind of like a fun facts with Kaisa, just like letting people get to know you more, maybe some of the fun stuff. I know some of our conversations have been a lot deeper, which is also Mm. amazing, but I thought it could be fun to like end the season on a a fun note. I love it. Just chat about like fun facts. Okay. Fun facts about you. (laughs) Okay. We'll see where this goes, but I'm down right now. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. So my first question is, what would people be most surprised to learn about you if someone only knows you as Kaiser Fit? Um, well, that's – I think the biggest thing is – so people, if you know me as Kaisa Fit, you always see the smile, right? So I think that there's a lot behind the smile um, that's important for people to know. Um, the smile means and represents a lot for me, but it's not It's not just that like all day, every day is sunshine. So I'm a very reserved, private person. Um, I've been through, you know, some things in life. And so coming onto social media and like representing, you know, the smile um, and, and being able to be in a space now where I can put positive energy out there is important for me. But I think people would be surprised to know that um, I am a definitely a reserved, quiet, shy person behind the Kaisa Fit. Kaisa Fit is almost like when Beyonce talks about Sasha, Sasha Fierce. Oh, yeah. It's like Kaisa Fit is this, there's Kaisa and then there's Kaisa Fit. And yeah. Kaisa Fit is like, I almost just find so much like strength and power in Kaisa Fit. And mm-hmm. there are a lot of times where I just have to like put that kind of Kaisa Fit jacket on and, and go about the world in my day in the world. Put those Kaisa Fit leggings on. Yes. <laughs> and the bun, bun and the smile. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That's that's really interesting to know about you though. So like if someone like met you out and about in Seattle or like saw you out and about in Seattle, like yeah. Would it freak you out if people came and said hi? Oh like, my gosh, no. Okay. Oh my gosh. I think that is the coolest thing ever. It yeah. shocks me every time. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, you know who I am? Like, wow, thank you. Um, no, that's so special. I yeah. think that's the coolest thing ever. Um, but it, it genuinely does shock me. But I'm not shy in that. I think I am innately a shy, reserved person, mm-hmm. but being in the world of like, of fitness mm-hmm. in general, uh, being a trainer, like you're, you're talking to people 24 seven. So yeah. it's really helped me my quote unquote job has helped me um, become, you know, a different human being and like a better human being because I've definitely, it's pulled me out of my shell a lot. Um, So I'm not like, oh, I'm not on the wall right now, like so shy (laughs) that I can't even like do anything. But um, 
yeah, it's just definitely probably not what people think of me. I think you would yeah. think of me a little bit differently, but yeah. 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 Oh, good to know. So what is your greatest strength? Oh my less. <laughs> She's going to stress me out, people. My greatest strength. Um, that's an interesting, that's a difficult one. I think that my like perseverance through things mm-hmm. is, is an important, is a quality that I respect about myself. Yeah. Um, I think that I've been through a lot in life and like when I reflect back, mm-hmm. I think that there was always this um, little like fire inside of me, like this belief in and of myself yeah. um, that I was going to make it through. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's a quality that I like respect in others. And I think, and it's a quality that I feel like I have in myself. And so, and I do, I feel like that's been, you know, that's a huge strength of mine that like, no matter what, um, you know, I'm going to push through, I'm going to make it through. Um, and I think, I mean, it's one of the main reasons why I'm here, you know, today being able to do what I love. So, yeah. That's an amazing strength. It's a hard question. (laughs) You answered it beautifully. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So are you a beach person or a mountains person? Oh, girl, I'm beach. Come beach. on now. <laughs> this, is, that this is, is why we get along. Yeah. No hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> I always try <laughs> I always try to act like I'm like so down for the wilderness. So Pacific Northwest. Oh, my God. No, no I am not at all. Yeah. At all. I have a problem with bugs and like a very serious problem with bugs and spiders and insects just in general. Mm-hmm. So me and the wilderness point blank period don't get along. Yeah. But I will say – Perseverance, you know, comes through. So uh, several years ago, my mom and my brother wanted to do the Camino, which is the Mm -hmm. hike across um, northern Spain. So we literally hiked for five weeks across northern Spain. So I can do it. I can do it. But it's not, you know, if I had the choice, beach is where it's at. Yeah. Mm. For sure. Have Do you have a favorite beach? Like what's the best beach you've been to? I only have a favorite beach in, in the fact that it like means something to me. So mm-hmm. Chelan mm-hmm. is where I used to go every summer growing yeah. up. And so that's just kind of like I'm like have a soft spot for Chelan. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not, I don't have like vacation beach mm-hmm. spots that are my favorite yet. No. Awesome. Are there any that you really want to go to? Like if you could take just a fun leisurely trip, where would you go? Well, I don't know if it'd be leisure. Like I really want to go to Thailand. Mm, so yeah. that's like one of the top – um, places, the top, top place, just because we'll, we're talking about this right now. Yeah. F- since it was announced that the Olympics were going to be in Tokyo, mm-hmm. it had been my dream to go. And yeah. I was not in any space when it was announced four plus years ago, I was not in a space that it was possible, that it was going to be possible. Yeah. And I just bought my ticket to Japan. <gasps> yeah. That's so exciting. I know. I'm so excited. It was like, not only in the fact that I'm excited to go to Japan yeah. and be able, but it was like, it, I, it's hard for me to recognize accomplishments yeah. for myself. And so it was it was that moment. It literally that's what that meant for me yeah. to like buy that ticket and oh. and go to Japan was like, okay, you done good, girl. Amazing. You got a lot more to do, but heck yeah. yeah. But yeah. like celebrate that. Yeah, it was a, it's definitely that celebration. Oh. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But Thailand's definitely I don't know why it's just been like it's been calling my name. Mm-hmm. So we'll see about that one Amazing. hopefully soon. Yeah. Yeah. Get it on the books. Amazing. I've never been, but I've have had several friends go and I've heard incredible things. I've only ever heard incredible things too. So yeah, I'd love to go. I love traveling period. So Mm -hmm. 
wherever anybody wants to go, I'm always the friend that's like, I'm down. I'll go with you. I'm down. Down to explore. Yep. There's like that that meme that was going around on the holidays. Like if anyone's Christmas shopping for me, I'm a size window seat in yeah. plane tickets. <laughs> yes. And you, yes. the meme girl, would know that. Yes. I mean, I could also be a size aisle seat, you know. Oh, like, whatever hey. it takes. <laughs> Flexibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... 50 years from now, what do you want your legacy to be? Oh my gosh, Les, hit him with the big ones. I'm interchanging big ones and fun ones. Okay, <laughs> my legacy. Um, I think the thing for me is I set out into this world of movement and health and fitness to really change it yeah. and to change the industry and to change like, so it, to change it inside and out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would hope that, you know, in 50 years looking back, that there, not that I was the catalyst of the change, but that there was, that change had happened. Yeah. Um, and I think a big thing for me is always recognizing that in order to change the industry, you're not going to be able to do it alone. Um, and so, and we had talked about this before, but mm-hmm. education this year with trainers is one of my biggest focus. Yeah. So just really bringing trainers together and uplifting our industry as a whole and, you know, uplifting all of us has been one of the main goals for me because we're not going to change the world. We're not going to get the world healthier on our, you know, by ourselves. It's yeah. going to take all of us. So I think I would hope that, you know, in 50 years, I'd hope that the world is a healthier place. And I would hope that um, the the industry, health and fitness industry has evolved a lot to recognize what true health actually means. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, I think that I would, I would hope that I was a big, that I was a part of that in any way. Yeah. 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 Ooh, that's powerful. Yeah. Thanks. I love it. (laughs) So good. You're going to, you're not going to like me for this next question. So you're stranded on a desert island. You can bring one pair of shoes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what do you bring? Which pair of shoes do you bring? Just so stressful. I'm most stressed <laughs> out about this one. The thing is, so I'm going to bring my Flyknit racers. They're discontinued, so it's going to hurt my heart that I have to bring one of them and wreck them. But they're definitely the best shoe that I could have, like the best anywhere, anytime type of shoe. So um, that's it. Okay. I'm going to have to post okay. a little picture that so everybody knows answer. which yeah. one that is. <laughs> Link to it in the show notes. Yeah, there that. we go. There we go. <laughs> so that people can do it uh, or can see it, not do it. We don't want you stranded on it. That would actually probably be very sad. So what – do you want people to know about you that they may not already know? Didn't we already answer this one? Though? No, you said <laughs> what would people be most surprised to learn about you? What uh, would I want? Um, I think I definitely would want, I think based on what people know about me through social media, they don't know a lot. I think people you know, see the the more of like the glitz and the glam side of everything. And I think that I would want people to know that I'm definitely a real human being with a lot of struggles. Um, and so it's one of my biggest goals this year is being comfortable and being a little bit more vulnerable and telling that side. Because I think that, um, I think it's important to be able to uh, be honest and open with the team that's been, you know, people have been with me for like five years now. And so I think at this point in time, 
allowing people to know a little bit more about who I am and like really what goes on behind the scenes, not like on the day to day, but like in my mind and in my life and the things that I struggle with. And I think, um, I think the podcast was a big like starting point to all of that. And I hope that people feel like they have a little bit of a different understanding, you know, about me, but, um, yeah, I think that that's definitely my goal is to let people in this year. So good. Cause that's hard. So hard. It's hard to do. Yeah. And I've built a pretty damn big wall up around it all, you know? And I think what I'm realizing now is there was a lot of protecting that needed to happen, you know, for a long time. And I think that I'm, you know, strong enough, not like physically, but like mentally, emotionally now that I'm willing to to let it come down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And like, you know, you can't connect with people unless you're willing to do that. And I just feel such a deep, like, respect for the people that have been a part of this team and have been a part of this journey. And I feel like in the least I can do is be, you know, more transparent and more honest and open about, you know, my life. And I think that that's just going to be, it's an important way for us to connect and continue with the relationship. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. If you could go back and give 20 year old Kaisa a piece of advice, oh gosh, what would you tell her? Less. I don't appreciate this question. <laughs> you made me cry, first of all. Um, it's a healing space. Yeah. I think that she was worthy. I think that's a big um, – it's kind of like a big answer to that. But yeah. I just – 20-year-old Kaisa was just so broken, you know? And I think that that's just to be able to be there for her and to just love her and to be able to be – um, almost in some sense, just like the, her bigger sister and let her know one, that it's all going to be okay. But two, like who she is as a human being at that moment, um, is like worthy of love is worthy of anything and everything that she wants. And I think that's where, I mean, I still have to work on being like telling myself that and accepting Mm -hmm. that. But, um, I think that that would have been, you have to go through struggles in life. So I don't necessarily wish that I didn't go through what I went through, Mm -hmm. but I think that feeling worthy and feeling, you know, empowered, um, in who I was would have been a big game changer for me. Mm -hmm. But again, I probably wouldn't be who I am today or where I'm at today. So I don't know. Yeah. But I think telling your younger self that she's worthy is so beautiful. Yeah. Just a good reminder. Yeah. 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 And a reminder of still continuing at 34 to tell myself that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say you have a day where you don't have to do any work. I don't even know if this is possible for you, but let's pretend hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Zero work day. Mm-hmm. How do you spend your day? Who do you I spend it with? What yeah, do you I wouldn't do? even know what to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'd probably go work out in the morning. I wouldn't wake up very early. I like to sleep in mm-hmm. um, if I have the chance. I'd go. I'd probably go work out. Maybe I wouldn't work out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um I like to shop. <laughs> I'd go, go buy go buy another pair of shoes. Um, I would probably kick it with my family, like you know, do a brunch, do a lunch. Um, I have two little nieces that I love, yeah. and then I'd go out at night. I love to kick it. I love the nightlife. I love partying. Seattle doesn't have anywhere to go, mm-hmm. but uh, so maybe I just hop on a plane and go somewhere else. <laughs> but my like, if I don't have a lot planned, mm-hmm. I don't plan a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not really, I'm not somebody that's like, okay, I have a free day. I gotta go do all this stuff. Yeah. Like we were just, I was in Scottsdale for New Year's and. 
one of the days, like we just literally didn't do anything for the majority of the trip. And it yeah. was such an epic trip just oh, for yeah. that sake. Like yeah. I love, we went out shopping, we went to some restaurants, we went out at night, you know, kicked it with people. But like that was the majority of the trip and that's what I did and what I loved and what I needed. Mm. So that's so good. Yeah. There's not a lot that goes on on days off. Yeah. That's nice though. I actually feel like days where you don't have a lot of plans are kind of the best because it just, one, you can either spend it resting, which is mm-hmm. always needed, or I feel like sometimes you can just kind of go with the flow and like yeah. random fun things happen where I'm like, I couldn't have even planned this, yes. but it was a blast. Yes. And that's, I love, that's more where I try not to set myself, I try, when I have times where I don't have to have, you know, expectations on things, I try to have none. Mm-hmm. And so I'll do what I want to do. If I want to sleep in later, if I, if somebody calls me and I want to go kick it, if I, you know, whatever I want to do, I'm going to roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. And I try to set my vacations up like that now. Mm-hmm where I really literally have nothing to do other than just be wherever you're at. Yeah. Yeah. It's like major Aquarius vibes. Is that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be boxed in. So by the book. (laughs) (laughs) I am definitely a true Aquarius. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Speaking of woo-woo. So also, speaking of nightlife, which you kind of mentioned. So what what vibe does Kaisa like when she steps out at night? Like, what do you like to do? Oh, I was you like, in my out. outfits? Like, what do you mean right now? Um, I mean, I've always been a night person. Yeah. Like, I've always, I love to party. Like, I just, I think also people maybe be, like, maybe yeah. a little surprised by that. Yeah. But, like, I love to party. I love being out at night. I just love being around people. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I was probably anywhere besides Seattle, like, I would definitely be out at a nightclub or a lounge. Like, I just like to be around people. I love music. Yeah. I love to be around people. I'll try to dance. Like, I have no shame (laughs) in my game. I can't dance, but I'll try to dance. Um, And I just love having a good time. I think for me, so much of my life is, um, you know, head down, grinding, working, that the nightlife brings me, like, so much joy and just, like, freedom. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm definitely getting suited and booted. With heels, not sneakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am out and about having a great time. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. That is a fun fact. I don't know if people would have guessed that. No, I don't think so. And it's occasionally I'll see some, like somebody will, I don't mean to sound big headed, but somebody will like recognize me when mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. And they're like, people are so shocked. Yeah. Like, what are you doing right now? I'm like, yes, <laughs> I love to live. Like, yeah. best believe. And yeah. like, yes, this is tequila, not water. Yeah. Like, yes, we have a good time. It's mm-hmm. balance. Like, mm-hmm. I have to. It, it allows me, I don't have to, but it's what I love to do. Yeah. And I've always loved it. Yeah. I mean, I've loved being out and about at night or yeah. like being up at night yeah. forever. It's just who I am. So good. Yeah. Go to drink order. Oh. Favorite cocktail? Oh, Casamico's Reposado, soda limes, tall glass. I got to <laughs> hydrate while I'm drinking. <laughs> that was so specific. I don't know if I was ready. <laughs> like everybody has their Starbucks order. I'm like, no. I, I always drink the same thing. You will never, I unless they it. don't have Casamico's yeah. Reposado, you will always find me drinking that. I love it. Yeah. Consistency though. Yeah. yeah I, I know it. what I like. And also I think it's important. Like I know what I like. I know like, okay, I know how many I can drink. Like mm-hmm. I just know how I am on tequila. So I'm yeah. like, I like that. I am yep. a little bit you of a control freak. I know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. We're good. Yeah. Along the same lines. Do you have like favorite treat, favorite meal? No. I mean, I don't like favorite treat as in like dessert. Mm-hmm. Oh, anything. There's no dessert I won't eat. Like, <laughs> uh, Come on now. Um, what would be – I mean, I love – like, I love simple dessert. Like, mm-hmm. I love – well, maybe it's not simple, but I like brownies, mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookies, like, mm-hmm. all the basic things. Mm-hmm. Um, and for food, I don't know. I think, like, I – well, I love chicken and waffles. Mm-hmm. 
it's like, but it's hard to find a good, like good combination of both, yeah. um, especially in Seattle. In Seattle. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yeah. Um, I love a good steak, mashed potatoes. I mean, I love food. Let's be real. <laughs> There's really nothing that I, like maybe some yeah. like weird, you know, like sea creature yeah. I wouldn't like, but yeah. actually no, hold on real quick. I don't like a lot of meats. Mm-hmm. I'm a little particular about mm-hmm. my meats, mm-hmm. but I'll eat basically anything else. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Like comfort food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comfort food for sure. That's why I love traveling so much too. Mm -hmm. Because like I, one of the biggest things about traveling is being able to go and explore that city and their vibes and the food and and the nightlife. Yeah. yeah. Favorite place you've traveled to? Mm. Well, I went to Peru. So not this past summer, but the summer before. Mm -hmm. And I don't, there was just something so magical about being there that it's definitely on like the top of my list of places. Um, I mean, like just in the U.S., like I love, I think New York now is a lot of fun. I've learned Mm -hmm. to love that. Um, I had an awesome time in Houston Mm -hmm. when we were down there a few weeks or a few months ago. Yeah. I just like traveling. Yeah, I like people. Yeah, I like being out and about. I like meeting new people. Like it's just fun. New energies. New energy. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. So if you didn't live in Seattle, where would you live? LA, mm-hmm. un- like, not unfortunately, but <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, as I'm saying it to the woman that just moved to LA. Um, no, I, I mean, I'd live in LA. Yeah. I grew up literally thinking the only place I was ever going to live was Cali. Like, I, you can ask yeah. my mom, like, yeah. at, from probably like middle school on, like, yeah. I was moving to yeah. Cali. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hilarious that I actually never even, you know, went there. But so if I was going to live anywhere other than Seattle, it'd be there mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But I'm open. Like if there were things that were happening and I needed to move somewhere else, mm-hmm. I love Seattle and it's where my roots are, but I'm not really, I'm not stuck here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And why California? Why did you always want to move there? I don't know where that came from. Mm-hmm. Like you, I was always going to move to LA. Mm-hmm. I applied every college except for the two, two Seattle ones mm-hmm. I applied to were in LA mm-hmm. or somewhere along outside of there. Yeah. Um, it was just, I was like, I needed sunshine, mm-hmm. palm trees and a blue sky and a beach. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like you yep. asked, like, there we go. Yep. <laughs> I'm a beach girl. It was always going to be where you'd find me. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And maybe you still will find me there. Yeah. Who knows? Hey, you never know. You, you never know, know where life could take you. Amen. Mm-hmm. I'm you're, open. You're not a tree. You're not a <laughs> I'm not a tree girl. <laughs> not a Northwest <laughs> tree girl. No. Absolutely not. No. So the year is still pretty young. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any, like habit that you want to pick up in 2020 or something new that you want to experience this year? I think I don't have like one specifically, but I think um, a big thing for me is being a little bit more well-rounded on my Mm self-care and giving myself more downtime Mm -hmm. and learning like boundaries within taking care of myself and the separation between business Mm -hmm. and my life. That's, that's kind of one of my, it's been I've attempted to make that a big focus of mine for a while, but it's definitely one of my bigger ones now just because it's so needed. Mm -hmm. As business thankfully gets busier and busier, um, it would be easier to throw that to the side. Mm -hmm. And so for me, um, just finding my ways to unplug and to slightly turn my brain off is one of my biggest focuses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's really great though. Like intention. Yeah. And the intention around that's even just the fact that I can recognize I have always been the, okay, well, well, while they're sleeping, you better be working. You know, like that was always my mindset of like, you can never stop. And now I recognize 
there you're so much more productive and things are so much more meaningful and valuable when you find you know the time to take care of yourself and then come back to things so um for me to even be in a space to recognize that that's what i need to do is is progress Mm -hmm. progress not perfection over here people Mm -hmm. progress not perfection yeah. yeah because we are podcasting right now do you have any podcasts that you like to listen to Balanced Black Girl. <laughs> Shout out to Les. Um, it's no. not on purpose on my part. <laughs> um, no, the, I truthfully, the only other one that I've listened to is um, I've listened to Oprah's uh, mm. her the Super Soul Super Soul, yeah, yeah, and the Brene Brown one, mm-hmm. and I've listened to like maybe one other Brene. Like I just don't really listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm a music girl, mm-hmm. so I whenever I have a moment to be able to listen to something, yeah. it's always been music. Yeah. So. I'm definitely there's so many amazing podcasts have been suggested to me lately and it's definitely right now I'm I'm going to turn my focus to just like we were saying a few podcasts mm-hmm. ago pay, paying attention to what I'm putting into mm-hmm. my mind and in, into my ear I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to attempt to do more podcasts this year yeah. or listen to them yeah. and hopefully do more do you think you'll listen to the show listen back to it how do you feel about hearing your own voice I don't mind hearing my own voice. I don't love watching myself. Like mm-hmm. this isn't recorded, so yeah. it's like audio. But yeah. um, if I was having to watch myself, I don't think I'd want to. Um, I don't think I'll listen back to it, but you never know. Mm-hmm. I think there's plenty of other ones that I need to listen to yeah. before this one. Yeah, I get that. I never listen back to things yeah. that I do. I'm just like, I, I know what I said. Yeah. Or even if I don't remember what I said I'm, and I hear it, I'm like, oh, yep, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like critique it. Like I wouldn't want to like it. Once it's out, it's out. Yeah. I can't take it back. Exactly. So probably best that I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is that kind of the approach that you take to work in general? Like once it's in the world, it's in the world. Um, I'm a perfectionist. Let's be real. So like even things, even things with the challenge mm-hmm. that just launched were yeah. like, ow. I was like, ah, pull them all back, pull them all back. Like yeah. we didn't say that correctly. Yeah. Or, so um, no, I mean, I'm working on releasing. If something's out, I'm working on letting it go and not being such a control freak. Like being a perfectionist and a control freak is not a positive thing. Um, and so I'm working on trying to be a little bit more chill there. So yeah. 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 That's a good thing. Yeah. That's it hard. It's healthy. Yeah. Because those are things that are, um, I always call those like traumas that are rewarded (laughs) like those are behaviors that often come from like traumatic experiences that our society rewards totally because i do it too yeah well and it's interesting (laughs) actually speaking of Brene brown i think Mm -hmm. she's the one that talks about perfectionism Mm -hmm. um and for me it was looking back now you i recognize as a young girl like it was a survival mechanism Mm -hmm. and so but then what happened was i got quote unquote places yep. with that behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did well with that behavior. And so then it was this, yep. how do you let go of the behavior exactly. that got you to where you're at, mm-hmm. you know? And again, it goes back. I feel like we, we come full circle a lot in this, but because this is like therapy for me, but it, <laughs> you, you come back to, you are enough, yeah. like who you are is enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you don't need all these other coping mechanisms that you thought that you needed. Yeah. And not that I even thought, I, I genuinely believe I needed those at that mm-hmm. time. I needed yeah. to be, you know, that strong girl surviving in rigid boundaries. And mm-hmm. that's what got me through, but I don't need that anymore. Yeah. I can let them go. Knowing so. when to let things go. Yes, oh, exactly. That's so good. Yeah. That's yeah. So good. Yeah. So, as a music girl, this is more of a like fun question. Oh. Do you have a favorite concert you've ever been to or best live show? Ah, okay. People are going to laugh at me. Totally. I have a favorite concert Let's for sure yeah. by far and away. Celine Dion. And okay. I literally cried. That's she came real. out and I cried. 
She's coming to Seattle in April and I bought, um, we're taking my mom and it's going to be, I'm going to cry again. And mostly because, so I grew up with specific music, like mu- music has always this space in, I think it, with everybody within mm-hmm. your life. And so it just means something. Totally. And my mom at a certain point in time was obsessed with Celine Dion. So we were listening to that all the time. And we just, I know every word to every song. It was just this moment. So when I saw her in Vegas, I'm not kidding you. Like I was full on crying, singing to Celine Dion. So that was a moment for me. One, one of the best concerts. Um, but before that, Anthony Hamilton, mm-hmm. every year he was in Seattle, mm-hmm. I would go see him and I, I would work my way closer and closer. And by the end, by the last time that he was here, yeah. I was front row yeah. and full on crying again. Mm-hmm. Like he is an incredible artist. He's one of my favorite artists. He's incredible. He's more amazing live than he is. Um, you know, listening to him. So yeah, it's one of the best by far and away. I love it. Yeah. So good. But if I could go see anybody in the world, you didn't yeah. ask me this question, yeah. but I'm going to answer yeah. this one. I'm still looking if Sade or Tracy Chapman mm. ever go on tour anywhere in the world, I would low-key fly oh my to God. go see them. Yeah. Either one of them. For real. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be goals. Epic. Yeah. Yes. That's I love Sade. I actually think that, and I think about this a lot, the current movement in R&B right now, like a lot of the current like female R&B singers Mm -hmm. are trying to kind of bring back that Sade vibe. Mm -hmm. That is currently the move. Yeah. I'm not upset about it. I'm like, it's actually better music than it's been probably in the last decade because people are trying to recreate finally something good. Yeah. (laughs) No, totally. I don't think, I think the issue is you're never going to, nobody's ever going to be her, you know, but so they got to have to find their own vibe. But yeah, I'm not mad at music right now. I think there's some good stuff out there. Yeah. What are you listening to right now? What am I? Well, okay. Well, I'm going to Jacquees on my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to a lot of him right now. Um, I always just have a rotation of R&B going. Mm -hmm. Um, Occasionally rap, but like a lot of Mm R&B. And I do like the Pandora or like the Spotify. Yeah. Like I'll just like, so it's a constant rotation of whatever's up yeah. and coming. Yeah. Do you have a go-to song that will like always put you in a good mood whenever you hear it? Uh, it constantly changes on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like right now I'm listening to Burna Boy. Like, I don't know, because all summer long, it's what we were listening mm-hmm. to. And I just like, it makes me so happy to mm-hmm. sit in my car and like de-stress <laughs> and just listen to him. Um but it's always slow. Like most of the time, music that I need is mm-hmm. slow. Like it's just slow, calms yeah. me down. Um, God, now I'm drawing a blank, but there's just so much good music out right now. Who am I listening? I don't even know. I'd have to go to my playlist to look at that. God, do you create playlists that you I share do. with people? I do. I used to create playlists all the time and have them on Spotify so mm-hmm. people can find yeah. them Yeah, literally under my full name. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I just don't really have time. Like I was the girl in middle school, Mm -hmm. maybe it was a high school, middle school, creating the CDs, you know, you'd like burn the CDs and create the track and miss that era. Oh my gosh. So yeah, those were definitely, that was like the best of times. Um, and that was definitely how I spent, I've just, music is just such a big part of me. And so I was always that girl, but right now I just don't, I'm like, lazy and I let Pandora do the work. That's okay. Yeah. And go back and listen to those old playlists yeah, too. Yeah, true. They're still good. True, they are still good. Mm-hmm. They are still good. Mm-hmm. All right, last fun question. Okay. Do you have any hidden talents? 
that we can name on the show. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Anything I have a weird hidden up. talent. I can separate my fingers really far. And I'm showing less right now. It's, it's really super creepy. It's very, there's a lot of like finger dexterity <laughs> that I don't have. I have a little bit, I have a lot of flexibility. So, mm-hmm. um, no, I don't really have any mm. weird hidden talents. Mm. Yet, That's, that you've yet discovered. Yeah, that I've yet discovered. Yeah. They may come out yeah. sometime soon. Just, yeah. No weird ones. I don't think. Now I'm like, God, do I have any? No, just my finger spreading. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a video of this now because yeah. people are going to be like, what are you post, talking post about? Post it on Insta I'll show you this guys. episode comes out. I'll show you. Yeah. The real ones who listen to the episode will know, will know. when you post it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been such an amazing 10-episode run of the first season of the podcast. I'm so grateful for you. You know, starting this off, I really – because I am a little bit more reserved and shy and I don't – I'm not – I don't have a lot to talk about. I felt like I didn't have a lot to talk about. (laughs) I'm so grateful that you pulled all this out of me. One, that I'm comfortable, you know, to sit here and talk with you about a lot of personal things. Um, So thank you so much. And thank you to everybody that tuned in and listened. I obviously am forever grateful to you all, but I think um, it's been such a healing process for me. So I'm grateful that you guys were all Um, in this with me and willing to listen. So thank you, Les, and thank you to the team. And hopefully we will be back for season two. So stay tuned. Team, thank you so much for being a part of the Kaisa Fit podcast. And a major thank you to my girl, Les, from Balanced Black Girl Podcast for making this dream a reality. You can go check us out at kaisafit.com. And if you have a moment, leave a review on Apple Podcast. This is new and I would love to hear what you think. Thanks again for joining us.